Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to the weekly wrap-up on utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Peter Lamont. Today, we are going to take a look back at some of the topics and um, information that we discussed this week, and this show is just going to summarize what you missed. Now, if you missed any of these shows and any of these topics sound interesting to you and like you might want to go back and listen to either the full podcast or see if there's a corresponding video on YouTube, all you have to do is check out utlradio.com. There are links to all of the shows and all of the videos on that website, and you can go back and, and you can search on the site and find the shows that you're interested in hearing. Also, don't forget that you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, and you'll know when new episodes are uploaded or broadcast live, and you'll have an opportunity to uh, check out those topics and make sure that you're not missing anything that might be interesting or important to you. And separately, we've got a YouTube channel. And for those of you who are fans of the podcast, check out the YouTube channel because there's different information available there. There are how-to videos, um, there are summaries and, and brief um, synopsis of some of the interviews that we have where we kind of highlight the main points from the discussions that we had with our guests during the week. All right, well, let's get right into it. So on Monday, we had the Week in Review, and my co-host and I, Bob, or Bob Hughes and, and myself, we looked at some of the news stories that happened the prior week. We talked about unions. We talked about the, the Pope's visit and uh, impact that, that the Pope had on politics and on, uh, on people. And uh, basically, we were expecting a guest to talk about stress and dealing with burnout. But unfortunately, because this is a live show, things happen and, and the guest was unavailable. So we uh, sort of, um, I guess, just did what we could. You know, it's kind of like an audible that we pulled, and, and we just talked about some of the, the topics. Normally, the Week in Review is, is a little bit more prepared than that, but, um, you know, like I said, things happen. So that was Monday. Now, on Tuesday, we did our legal Q&A, and I talked about uh, or answered the question, what is a motion? So I'm just going to summarize that topic for you, and then we'll move on. So basically what we talked about with respect to what is a motion, I explained that a motion is not necessarily one document. In fact, it's not one document at all. In fact, there is no document that's called a motion. A motion is a group of documents that you submit to the court requesting that the court provide some form of action or relief. And we talked about the components of a motion. We talked about a notice of motion, which is the document that lets the court and the other people know that you are requesting relief from the court, and then a certification, perhaps a legal brief, a certification of service, and an order. And we talked about those things and explained how those individual documents, when put together and filed with the court, become the motion. And we talked about uh, what sort of relief that you could request in a motion, the types of motions that are out there. So that was on Tuesday with our legal Q&A. Then jump ahead to Wednesday, and we had our business Q&A, and I answered a question about whether or not it is necessary for a business, a small business in this case, 
to have promotional items that they give away, branded promotional items. And to summarize that discussion, we looked at it and we said basically that it really depends on the size and type of your organization. But in my opinion, I believe that proper branding, and that includes the use of some promotional items, is beneficial. It's definitely a good thing. I talked about knowing what to spend your money on and what sort of items might be good for you. Um, in fact, I think that I referenced the idea of, uh, you know, if you're a, a carpenter, maybe you give out a tape measure. But if you're a carpenter, you're not going to want to give out something that has zero bearing on, on the client, like a stress ball. That just doesn't make sense, and it's just an item for the item's sake. And I think that those messages, those sort of promotional items, just way lost, and nobody really connects the fact that, hey, here's a, a carpenter, and he's giving me a stress ball. Okay. But it doesn't make that person want to go back, right, and say, oh, I, I should hire him. Where's that guy? Oh, he gave me the tape measure. So that's, that's you know, I think the idea with this, the promotional item stuff, I'm a big believer that promotional items can have a positive effect both on the um, sort of reputation of your business, the appearance of your business, if it's done the right way. Then yesterday, we had an interview with John Kershaw, who's the CEO of Bristler, and it was a really great interview. Um, he was a really great guy, very forthcoming with a lot of the information that he provided and gave some really great tips for entrepreneurs. And we'll go through some of those tips. But what he is, let me just let me summarize what the interview is about. So he's the CEO of a company called Bristler. And Bristler is an app that, well, it's a dating app, essentially. But it connects people with beards, I guess primarily men. I don't know too many women that have beards. But men with others who are interested in dating a guy with a beard. And it's it's funny because at first glance, you look at it and you're like, what? You know, how many people with beards? Why a dating site for bearded people? We talked about the idea of niche marketing and niche company development. And that's essentially what Bristler is. It is a niche field. And um, we talked about how he developed the app and the company and the idea, how he conceived it, and, you know, the bottom line here is that within a year, he has created a very, very reputable and successful business, enough so that he was able to quit his full-time job and devote all of his time to Bristler. And that's really, I think, a, um, a telltale sign that he's doing something right. Because how many of us out there are entrepreneurs but are still working at another job and trying to live out? our entrepreneurial dreams at night after the kids go to bed or, you know, in the morning before we go to work or while we're on the train. I mean, that's more typical, I think, than Bristler's story, which is of essentially overnight success. But some of the things that John talked about were really critical and really key. And I think they're often overlooked. So aside from this idea of niche marketing, he also talked about how he was able to generate buzz for the company. And one of the things that he did was to go to bloggers and to communicate with them and let them know about, hey, look, I got this, this product. I got this app coming out. 
uh, I know you write about beards. Maybe you'd, you'd be interested in checking this out. And that's really, I mean, I think he actually referred to it as his, uh, his secret strategy um, or, or his secret trick. But really, not enough of us as entrepreneurs focus on that element of promoting your business because I think that he was able to generate a buzz all for free, right, which is extremely important when you're starting a business and you don't have a ton of fun to throw into advertising. So all of this was free. It was his time, you know, looking at the, the bloggers and who would be relevant to blog about this. Um, and then he communicated with them and didn't try to necessarily hawk his wares or, or, or sell them on it. He suggested that, since they write about this topic, maybe they check out what he's doing and see if they have any interest. And sure enough, from the buzz created by the bloggers, he was able to organically generate mainstream media attention, CNBC, Newsweek, um, on his product. And that's pretty amazing. That's pretty awesome to be able to do that because one of the questions that I receive a lot is how do I go about getting somebody to feature me or to talk about me? You know, I, I want to have on my website the fact that I was featured in a magazine or on a website that's meaningful. How do I do that? What do these people pay? Uh, and the answer is no, they don't pay. Um, it, it's generally an organically driven interest that this mainstream media outlet would have in you. And where does that come from? Well, it oftentimes can come from bloggers. You know, they are the, the foot soldiers, essentially, in our news and media today. And I don't think that bloggers get enough credit for what they do. It is a, a hard job, and most bloggers are underpaid and overworked. Um, but I think that uh, John's advice concerning bloggers was really something we need to sort of take stock on as uh, or stock in as an entrepreneur. Are we doing that? Are we generating buzz about our product? How are we spending our time all at, at Google ads? And are we spending a ton of money every month to get clicks, but not actually convert clients or, or develop a buzz? So those are things that were very important. Another thing that he talked about, which is often, again, overlooked, testing the market before you create the product. And uh, he talked about the fact that he launched a landing page and explained what he was going to be doing with the Bristler app to see if he could get any feedback or any interest in it. And he was taking names um, on like a, you know, a sign-up sheet. And sure enough, he received somewhere in the area, I believe he said 70 people that were interested. And so that was enough to let him know that, all right, if I create this app, there will be enough buzz or enough interest in the product that it's worth my time. So many times we as entrepreneurs will look at what we want to do and say, that's it. This is the direction that we're going in and not really listen to the people around us. I'm not talking about haters and naysayers who are there just to bring you down because they don't want you to succeed. I'm talking about the people that are being honest with you honest feedback. What do you like? What do you not like? Does this work? Do you have an interest? Those are people you want to listen to because those are the people you're ultimately going to sell to. 
So why not listen to your client or customer base? And I referenced the fact that if you recall, I don't know, maybe five years ago, four years ago, the company Pebble, they make the Pebble watch. And this was, of course, before the, I, uh, the Apple watch came out, um, maybe even before the Samsung watch came out. But they had a Kickstarter campaign for the Pebble watch, and they did not create the watch before they started getting interest in testing the, the market to know if people are going to be interested in this. And then they created the product. And that's, I think, um, the best way to go about doing something. Don't just say, hey, I've got this product and everybody's going to love it. And I'm going to do it and, and we'll deal with the, I guess, uh, feedback from customers at a later date. All you're going to do is spin your wheels because every idea we have is not a good one. Do you know how many ideas I have every day? I wish I had somebody to just follow me around and write down the ideas, but only a small percentage, I think, of those ideas are really ideas that you'd want to take action on because the other ideas, you know, they're fleeting. It's a, a momentary, um, you know, just rush of creativity. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, well, wait a minute. Nobody's really going to be interested in that. So the point being, that um, you really need to test the waters before you go and spend a lot of time and money and effort on creating something that nobody wants. And John was really, really, I think, upfront with that and uh, characterized himself as cynical, but I really think it's realistic. And while we talk so often, or we hear so often about dream big, go big, go home, you know, whatever you dream you can do. Do I believe that? Yes, I do. But it's got to be in an area where you're going to find people that are interested. You know, you just can't create something that you're interested in and expect that just because you are passionate about it, everybody else will be. Look at some of the successful entrepreneurs, business owners, even investors, uh, people on Shark Tank. They had a lot of businesses that failed because it did not fulfill uh, a market need. It did not fulfill the need of a customer or a client. They were smart enough to realize, okay, this isn't working, so let's get out. Well, if you're interested in hearing the uh, full interview with John, uh, it, it runs about 35, 40 minutes. I definitely think that if you are an entrepreneur, you own a business, you're thinking about owning a business, check out that interview because it's by far one of my favorite um, in the last few months. He was just really, really great at, at conveying his message. So check that out. That was um, broadcast live yesterday, Thursday. There is a YouTube video. It's, it's I guess, six minutes or so that just gives some highlights of the interview. And then there's a link there too, to the full podcast interview with John. Well, that's what we did this week. And I think it was a pretty good week because um, I think that there was so much information that came out of the interview and the, the legal and business questions that were, were asked. Uh, it can be very helpful to people. So please make sure you keep your questions coming. Your questions allow me to create these podcasts because I can answer them and, uh, and, and hopefully help people. 
Um, I want to know what you think about the shows this week and what you think about the interview with John Kershaw. Also, um, you know, I want to talk to you about what you need, what you would like to see on utlradio.com. Those of you who have recently visited the site, you'll know that there is a free download available, and it is the top 10 tips for legal writing for non-lawyers. But I'm thinking about putting out a book that would help people really understand the concept of legal writing when you're not a lawyer, how to write a letter to your neighbor who might be doing something that's really pissing you off. How to write a letter to the court if you're representing yourself. How to write a letter to an adversary or another attorney or another, you know, pro se litigant for that matter. And I, I want to, you know, get your feedback to see if that's something that you, the utlradio.com fans and family, would be interested in. Would that help you? Would a book about legal writing for the non-lawyers be interesting and useful for you? So give me your feedback on that. And we're going to be uh, hopefully getting that underway soon. Also, we're going to have some, some new giveaways coming up in the next few weeks. In fact, I've got one right here. And we're going to be giving away a uh, Krups coffee bean grinder, which um, I actually used one, which is very, very cool. So we're going to be giving that away next week. And it's going to be given away to the first caller into a live show or the first person that um, emails us with a new question next week, whether it's a business or a legal question. So let me give you the details of that. So if you call into a show next week, you'll be dialing 347-855-8831. And next week, our only live show is well there's two live shows it's going to be friday for the weekly wrap-up and monday for the week in review with my co-host bob hughes the other shows will not be live but if you send an email to info at utlradio.com the first question that we receive or the first phone call that we receive on the monday live show you will win the croups coffee grinder um I don't know what the retail value of this thing is, 30 to $50, I think. It's, uh, it's a small one, but it's really, really good. It's a 200-watt grinder. I love mine, and we have one here for the first person that submits a question for next week via email at info at utlradio.com or the first person that calls in during the Monday Week in Review show at 347 8831. Well, I hope you guys have a great weekend. I know we've got some uh, rough, wet, and windy weather here on the East Coast coming up for this weekend. Everyone stay safe, stay dry, and we will be back next week with new legal questions, new business questions, week in review, and an interview that you don't want to miss. Remember, Share this information with your friends, family, and colleagues. UTLradio.com is there for you. It has tons of free business and legal information. So share it. Pass the word around. Let people know about UTLradio.com, your business success and legal information station. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next time.
iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love, like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today. 